0: If I can help you dig down deep and find out what's important to you with regard to your goals and dreams and help you meet those, those employees are coming to work with a whole different perspective. They're much more engaged and that's going to translate into the customer experience, which then Mr. or Miss leader is going to make a difference to your bottom line.
1: This is Lead with Culture. I am Kate Volman and on this episode, we're talking about becoming a best place to work, community building, and attracting and retaining great talent. I chatted with Lonnie Scarborough. Lonnie has 31 years of banking experience in community, regional, and super regional banks. In 2007, he joined Origin Bank as Executive Vice President and Chief Retail Banking Officer. After over 11 years, Lonnie moved into human resources and took on the role of chief dream manager and talent development officer. Origin Bank currently has over 1,000 employees. Please enjoy my conversation with Lonnie. Lonnie, it is so great to see you. As always, I'm very excited about our conversation today.
0: Thank you, Kate. Same here. I always love talking about dream manager
1: you are changing the culture over there at origin bank which is so exciting to see so before we dig into uh, dream manager obviously you're making culture a priority over there at the bank and doing some really incredible things and i would love to hear an overview of how did that happen like why does the leadership team feel that it's so important for the bank to focus on their people and really being intentional about building a dynamic culture
0: Certainly happy to talk about that. So I don't know if you can see our logo here on my jacket, but it's got four quadrants and that's intentional because the top quadrant is all about our employees. Without our employees, we know that things just don't happen. Nothing gets done. The other quadrants are our customers, communities, and shareholders. So without the employees and without them being in, in great health, both from a productivity standpoint, but also just a well-being standpoint, They're not going to be in the best shape to to do the best for our customers who live in our communities and who also make up our shareholder base. So we've chosen over the past several years to really place an emphasis on our employee base, simply because they are the keys to our success. We've had dream manager now, hard to believe for about 12 years. Our CEO found the book in an airport in 2010 and said, let's try this out. And so we had uh, two people certified. And I uh, had the program going for about two or three years. And then some things happened internally, where we got sidetracked and distracted. And then in 2019, I was asked to leave my executive role of retail banking and move into human resources and training and development and pick it back up. And since then we've had 200 people go through dream manager with myself and our other certified dream managers. So also excited to say that as of this moment, we have about 50 signed up for 2023. And we've got two more weeks of recruiting. So we'll probably be somewhere around 70 to 75. The range is just from left to right across the board about reasons that people want to join this dynamic program. I've lost myself. I've lost who I am. I'm doing everything for everybody else. I'm in a rut. I don't have any dreams. I want to be a better leader. All of what you'd expect to see.
1: it's so beautiful. It's such a reminder of people just need encouragement for leaders to be able to recognize that their people are going through a lot and not just the past few years, the past few years, yes, have been (laughs) a little extra challenging, but we've always dealt with whether it's relationship issues or things, obviously just stress related things. It's life, right? Like life happens. And we have to, we as leaders have to remember that our people are going through a lot of things that we don't know about, that we don't, Uh, We don't realize that they're going through these things where even though people are people, like we're all so much more similar than we are different. And so I love hearing those stories from your team because you get to help your people. When somebody says, I feel like I'm losing myself, right? Who who hasn't felt that at some point? Like I'm losing myself. What am I here for? What do I really want to do? I mean, every season of life that we're in, we feel that sense of, Am I doing what I meant to do? Is this my purpose? And so as a dream manager, you get to help people fulfill that. So as people are sharing these stories with you, what have you seen as the biggest shift? Obviously you have about over a thousand employees. You've had quite a few of them go through the program, what was the bank like pre dream manager and what is it like now after so many people have gone through the program?
0: I'll tell you this for those organizations, who may be wanting to get into dream manager. It gets easier every year because you have people who sign up for it, they go through the program, and then they are excited about sharing their story. And so it's like a, a flywheel. It's hard to get a flywheel started to crank, but then once you get it cranked, it's easier to keep the momentum up. And as our new employees and as existing employees who've not been to the program begin to hear and see their coworkers and not only see and read their testimonials, but see the difference in them and how they behave, how they act, how they react to different situations, how they handle stress. They say, wow, I didn't realize it it did all that. And it just gets easier for people to say, I want to be a part of that. Another unexpected outcome of the dream manager program for me is that I have people outside of the dream manager program, reaching out to me just for advice, for counsel, and that's really fulfilling for me. And, And that lets me know that the program is. It's working as intended. People are looking for trust. I had someone in a testimonial recently say, I never thought I would have somebody at work who would be unbiased and confidential who I could just share some issues with. That makes my heart sing because that means that we are keeping the program within the confines of what it should be. And it's starting to make waves throughout the whole company.
1: So why is that important, Lonnie? Like, why is it important for people to have that sense of trust and to have that person that they can go to, to really confide in and know that they're a third-party person that has their best interest at heart?
0: There are some issues that are quite sensitive that people just aren't comfortable with talking about. And so I think that's why it's important. We have a good mix of male and female dream managers. I have some male and some female participants. The ladies who were in our group as dream managers have the same. But we're able to allow people to say, Hey, I'd rather be with a lady. No problem. We can be happy to handle that. Whatever makes it tick, but people just want to talk. I think i mentioned to you before that throughout the program, the last three and a half years, I've done it. There have been situations where we start our conversation and we just push the books aside and they just need to talk. Now, ultimately we'll get, we'll schedule another session or whatever to cover that particular workbook session, but. Sometimes people just need to unload, and they have a hard time doing that at home occasionally. They've never really had a chance to do that at work, except to their boss, and sometimes you don't want to tell your boss all this troubling you, right? And so having that, that third-party, unbiased, non-judgmental person who becomes a friend, by the way, it's not all one-sided. I share personal things about myself in those sessions when it's appropriate. Right to help that person in their own issue. So it's not just me going, hmm, let me tell me your problems. Right. I mean, I'm, like, I'm human too. I have my own issues. And so sometimes being vulnerable and sharing with them what my issues are helps them think, oh, I'm not alone. I have the same issues. Trust is a powerful bond, but if it's broken, it's hard to reestablish.
1: So for leaders that are listening, th- that are saying, what are you talking about, Lonnie? I- we're not here to be friends. We're not here to, to help people with their personal stuff. They're here to work. They're here to do work. Like, how does this help a bank? And what, and what are you doing t- telling people about your personal life? Like, how does that help improve the culture? How does that help improve trust in an organization to actually drive the organization, right? Like what, what would you say to a leader that's thinking something like I that? I would
0: say to a leader who truly is asking that question and can't see the other side of it, they may want to re-examine their priorities of why they're in business. Are you there for your employees? And only looking at what they can provide you from a work standpoint. Or are you, are, are, or why not be a good human? Why are you working? Why are they working? Of course, we're working to get a paycheck, but don't you think they'll give you so much more if you try to understand who they are as a whole person and not just a worker bee. That's exactly what we found. I'm responsible for training and developing the bank. So I almost feel like I'm in a schizophrenic role in, I hope you do your job as a banker. And teach you ways to do that, but I'm not just interested in that. I want to know about the whole person, because if I can help you with your relationships, if I can help you with your finances, if I can help you dig down deep and find out what's important to you with regard to your goals and dreams and help you meet those, those employees are coming to work with a whole different perspective. They're much more engaged and that's going to translate into the customer experience, which then Mr. or Miss leader is going to make a difference to your bottom line. That's what we found to be the secret of success. As a matter of fact, we were just voted number two best bank to work for in the country, and that came about through two things. One, we apply for it and tell them what we're doing for the American Banker Magazine, but they also send a confidential survey to all of our employees and ask them, is your bank doing what they say they're doing? And then they marry the two, the survey and then our application. And that's what comes up with the rankings. Not only that, our attrition, if you're concerned about attrition, I did some review of some statistics from the Bureau of Labor statistics the other day and all industries nationwide, all industries in the mid forties on attrition ever since 2018, that's crazy. Okay. The financial industry, it is in the mid twenties for those five years, while that's been rising, I've just been dropping. We're at 14 that's down from, I think 18 when we first started the program, so Tell me, Mr. Misleader, <laughs> does that appeal to you? Something's happening where we're loving on our employees. We're caring about them. We're telling them, look, we want to know more about you than just, can you reconcile an account or can you make a loan or can you answer a customer telephone call? No, we want to know a little bit more about you. We truly care about you. We're offering this. We're offering financial coaching through Dollar. We have hired our own health and wellness coach. He Who is helping people meet their fitness goals uh, in conjunction with the dream manager? So, mm. tell me about it now. Okay, what's amazing is we believe that the employee experience is what drives and determines the customer experience. Okay, so once one metric we have to show that is the case. Actually, you have two, but one of them is you've heard of Net Promoter Score, right? You've seen Net Promoter Scores of anything above an eight. You, would you refer someone to do business with this company? So we we survey all of our new customers who open new accounts. that they've never been in the bank before. They come in, open a new account. We survey them. We ask them, "Would you, based on your experience, would you refer your friends and relatives to our company?" The industry average for the financial industry is forty four, okay, out of a hundred. Net promoter results, which say that if you're in the seventies, you're world class. We're at ninety one point five. Wow, So another metric of saying, okay, how does taking care of your employees, making the employee experience optimum, how does that translate into good numbers when it comes to customers and retention? There's one of them. So I would say you're doing yourself and your company and your employees a disservice if you aren't doing more to know them better and finding out what keeps them awake at night. You figure that out, you help them solve that, they're going to come to work engaged and they're going to change your company.
1: Oh, I, I'm like getting goosebumps just listening to you talk Lottie. It's so, it's so incredible because you embody what not only dream manager, but just creating a great culture, right? I mean, that's Mm. what companies need to do is create cultures that people feel supported and valued and heard and they feel like a person like an actual human being where so many people feel like they go to work and they do kind of feel like just a number. They just show up and their boss just wants them to just get the work done. It doesn't matter. They don't care that you're going through a divorce or that your mom got sick or that you're, you have to pick up your kids or whatever it is that they feel like it's not, that's not my problem, right? Like you got to figure it out. And so when we get to, uh, when leaders actually care about their people, it's incredible to see the shift in mindset it's incredible to see that people don't, they're no longer talking about how they don't want to come into the office. They're talking about how they feel like they are appreciative of the work that they get to do. And that's really what you're building. Congratulations on uh, on number two, best places to work. So by next year, you'll be at number one.
0: Uh, <laughs> I have a theory about that. I have a theory about that. I don't mind being number two, or we number three last year, but in my mind, number two of anything will work harder at getting to number one. The number one will work hard at staying at number one, so ah. <laughs> we are we are going to do our best to uh, topple them and uh, top spot next
1: year.: I love it. That's so great. So, Lonnie, obviously, you have a lot of experience in in employee engagement and development and trainings, and really, it's incredible what you're doing at Origin Bank just with not only yourself but hiring multiple dream managers. I think you're how many do you have right now, six?
0: We have six. Mm-hmm.
1: So you have six dream managers, obviously, because you have a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of dreamers that need, that need a dream manager. How did you, when you look at programs to develop your people, obviously dream manager included, how did you make the decision to, how do you make decisions on what you're going to implement in the bank, knowing that you have limited resources to do all of the work that you know mm-hmm. you really want to do to help your people grow? We started with Dream Manager, and then from that,
0: we began to see some financial situations that people needed more, uh, more tailored help with. So, look, just because people work at the bank don't mean that they have all their finances figured out. But we need them to because our frontline people are counseling and coaching and helping people with their mm-hmm. finances. So, not only that, they need to have a piece about it when they come to work. So after we discovered that we went out looking and found a partnership with a Dave Ramsey foundation and implemented smart dollar, which is a program that helps people figure out how do you pay off your debt? How do you build up a savings account? How do you begin saving for retirement? And by the way, this year we decided to spend the money to have an employee. She's actually a business development officer who was a former branch manager. We're having her certified as a Dave Ramsey financial consultant. So part of her job is going to be taking referrals from dream manager participants who we may not have time to work with specifically and say, hey, why don't you go talk to Carrie? She's certified. She's been a branch manager for 20 years. She knows how to handle personal finances. Go and make some time with her. And our bank says, yes, we'll give Carrie time to do that, and we'll give our employees time to do that. Big difference. So from that then, we began to see that a lot of employees were concerned about their physical health. Not only that, we're self-insured from a medical standpoint. So we want to make sure that our employees are as healthy as possible. And so that won't adversely impact our profitability. We had a young man in our maintenance department, 26 years old, named Trenton. And he knew I was chief dream manager and he had gotten his holistic health coach certification for the Institute of Integrated Nutrition in New York. And he came to me and said, hey, Lonnie, if you've got any of your dream major participants who need some extra help with regard to their fitness and with wellness goals, send them over to me. I'll be happy to take care of them. And I said, well, I'll do you one better, Trenton. I'll feature you on one of our Origin Insider programs in the month of July, put you on Zoom out there for the employees and let you make about a 15 minute spiel about what you do. So he did that. And our CEO saw that and said, hey, we had this resource. Let's hire him full time. As a health and wellness coach, we did so. And that's been a year. We did August of last year. So Trenton has worked with over 150 people. There have been well over 11 or 1200 pounds lost in the people who he's worked with. And at least 20 medications are not being taken anymore. And the feedback that we're getting from our employees on the way he's handling their confidential discussions is just unbelievable. So, what we've done with regard to additional employee engagement resources has come out of Dream Manager. So it's been a wonderful way for us to really package the whole bill.
1: Look, another dream came true. He didn't even know maybe that that was a dream of his to be able to do this full oh, time
0: definitely was a dream of his. And he'll tell you that,
1: you know, what's so cool about this Lonnie is when you get people dreaming and now they're talking about their dreams and you get to know more about them and who they are as a person. And and you get to uncover what some of their challenges are and what I love about what you're doing and what a lot of our dream managers do is they identify, oh, there's collectively a lot of people that are dealing with this one particular challenge, right? Like when we look at our dreamers, I think what the top three dreams that we see across the board from most of our dreamers is buying their first home, losing weight and becoming financially free. Like those are the top three dreams that people are working towards and leaders like you recognize that. And now you can bring in other resources with Dream Manager at the heart of it because first you have to discover what are the dreams that people are working towards. And then when you know their dreams, you can then give them those additional resources to help them fulfill those dreams. It's not about somebody telling you their dreams and the leader says, I'm gonna make this happen for you. It's about empowering your people to go after and make it happen for themselves. That's why it's so impactful. So talk a little bit about if there's one or two stories. I know you've shared a couple, but if there's one or two stories that kind of stand out to you from one of your dreamers that just made a huge impact from the program.
0: So I've got one specifically that I just featured in a testimonial. I've told you this before, but I am an ordained minister. And so that gives me another aspect of the program that from a spiritual standpoint, and not everybody has a faith-based spirituality, right? We come across all types. I've had people who are atheists in the program, people who are of different religious beliefs. That's cool. We meet them where they are, but having the experience I have as a minister helps me also open up their eyes to some things they may not be thinking about. So I have one young man who, if you look at the the Rhythm of life scorecard, right? The red, yellow, green that we do. On the spiritual he was bottom of the red uh, when we first started
1: just for people that don't know red yellow green like red is not good it's like we we need a lot of work yellow is like okay we need we're not quite there yet and green is we're good in that particular area so in the spiritual area he was not doing so hot
0: yeah and, and i don't want people to be scared about the spiritual area everybody has a spiritual part of their lives all you have to do to think about that is think about the last time you went to a funeral. Your friend or your loved one is lying in the casket. They're physically there, but emotionally and mentally and spiritually, that person who made them your loved one is gone. That spirit is not there anymore. So everyone has a spiritual side. It's just how do you exercise that? How do you encourage and maintain that? So he had a lot of questions. and As a matter of fact, we even took some of those questions offline and talked about them late one evening on our own time. So anyway, over time he began to really see. Wow, this is making sense for me again. I met him where he was, and we talked through a number of different things. And I was so heartwarming yesterday. Or I think it was last, through the number ten session or module, and it was on a, a deep dive into spirituality. And one of the questions is, when was the last time that you were at peace spiritually? And man, he said, I think it was the last time I was able to visit with you. I was, like, wow. that was amazing. But then in this last session that we did session 11 on profession, we were going over the, like we do every month, the four areas, the physical, the emotional, the intellectual, the spiritual, I asked him about spiritual. And he said, you know what? He said, I can't, I couldn't wait to tell you this. He said, I was driving by in my car the other day and I saw a homeless person. He said, I just felt this need to go, to get out and sit down and just have a conversation with him he said, I did that. And he said, I ended up talking to the guy, I gave him a couple of dollars, but that's how it was about. I asked him what his name was, what his story was, ended up giving him a hug at the hand. he said, I just felt so great. He attributed it to him exercising the spiritual aspect of who he was. So that, that's just one story. Another story I have is someone who I've found this to be true in many times, Kate, in a relationship. A person will come into dream manager and they're complaining about their significant other. What I have been able to show them is, is that look, in many cases, people are just reflecting what they see in the mirror. So why don't you change the mirror? Why don't you change yourself first? Work on who you are, be more forgiving, be more encouraging. And over the course of a year and a participant that I had a year ago, their marriage married on the rocks. And she began to say, okay, I'll try that. So she's changed how she talked to her husband and she began to change how she related to him. He began to change and they reconciled. So look, dream manager is not going to make breakfast for you and cure all the world's problems, but I can tell you this, it does make a difference in people's lives. And if you never try it, well, I guess you just won't know.
1: It does make a difference in people's lives. That is for sure. It can be the smallest things. That's what I find so fascinating is that I think oftentimes we think it to be much harder than it is to make changes in our lives that are going to really make a huge impact. And that is what we get to do. That is what we get to focus on. So Lonnie, uh, talk a little bit about, because you talked about attrition and retention. Obviously, this is not new. I feel like people think it's new, like, oh, it's so hard to attract great talent. I feel like this has been a constant challenge for years and years. How do you attract and retain great talent? And uh, obviously, when you have a a culture-first organization, people are attracted to that because they want to work at a culture where they feel supported, (laughs) they feel valued, they feel like a, a person. How has Dream Manager and really all the programs that you're doing over at Origin Bank, how has that really helped to attract some really great talent?
0: So first of all, let me just say that being named number two best bank to work for in the nation, that's a huge attraction for people, right? Yeah. that is a recruiting dream because you don't just get handed that because you sent them a the fee, right? You've got a lot of other banks out there competing for that. So that helps us out a lot. But let me tell you a very unique story about one of our dream managers named Mitzi. She's the executive assistant for our chief financial officer. She is a dream manager right now, but. When she was looking for a job, she was at a fortune 500 company, was unhappy. The work-life balance was not good. The culture had deteriorated. When she saw the opening for a, a position in our bank, she went out and did like many people do and checked out our website. And on our website, we have a video about dream men. That was, she said the main thing that said, yes, I need to come to this company. She was already thinking about getting her life coach certification. But when she saw we were doing this for our employees, she said, I've got to come here and that's not a standalone story. I have people today who have applied for dream manager in 2023. You are new employees. She said, I saw that on your website and I was very excited about the opportunity to perhaps get into this program. So just one more thing that says, you know what, I think I'll choose this company over, over company X, because look what they have to offer me. And uh, look what they're doing for their employees. Obviously something's right, right? They're doing great with regard to their, their ranking and the, the best bank to work for. And that's just, that's one of literally scores of awards that we've got. Best place to work in, in Houston, best place to work in uh, Dallas. Not number one, but on the list, right? Attraction of talent is hard, but I think having something extra for people that they're not expecting is just that maybe that little something extra that pushes them over the edge to choose your company versus someone else.
1: For a leader that's questioning, I don't know if this is the right program for me. What would you say to a leader that's contemplating making culture a priority and implementing a program like the Dream Manager?
0: Call Lonnie Scarborough at (laughs) 318-243-6370, and I'll be happy to answer any question that you have. Again, uh, I am a huge fan of what this program offers. I've seen it work. I've seen what it did in my own life. I mean, I was a participant too in 2019, and I had a major personality flaw that was plaguing me. And in the process of determining what my goals and dreams, my aspirations were in life, I said, I'm going to tackle that personality flaw. And I can tell you today that personality flaw is non-existent. It's not there anymore. It's made me a different person. It's made me a different executive, made me a different friend. I'm a personal believer in it, not just because I'm a dream manager, but because of what it did for my own life. But seriously, I will talk to anybody as I have, you know, dozens of people over the past three and a half years uh, who are thinking about getting into it. I'll be happy to share anything. I'm an open book. Just call me when you want to.
1: Oh my gosh, Lonnie, you're so awesome. It's, it's incredible to see what you're doing over there at origin bank. They're lucky to have you. And I'm looking forward to continuing to work with you. I know that you're thinking about hiring a couple of uh, more dream managers to send next year, which will be amazing. And uh, your stories are awesome. You're making such an impact in their lives. And obviously it's working. Thank you for being such a great leader to your people. And looking forward to seeing what happens in the future for you and Origin Bay.
0: Thank you, Kate. You're welcome. And please give my regards to Matthew. Tell him thank you for taking the time to come up with this program many years ago. It is making a difference in so many lives.
1: As you can hear, Lonnie is Quite passionate about the the dream manager program. And we see this all the time with our dream managers. I mean, they love sharing these incredible stories of the dreams that are being achieved, the culture shift that they see in their organizations. When you are a leader, your number one role is to help your people grow, not just grow in the role that they're in, but help them become a better individual. When somebody is more engaged in their own life, if they're engaged in their dreams, only then are they going to actually come to work and be excited about the dreams of the organization. In order to do that, we have to show our people that, yes, we care about you. We care about helping you grow. We care about the dreams that you have for your life. If you are a leader and you are actively looking for programs to help develop your people, to help create a dynamic culture where people love coming to work and accomplishing great things together, I definitely encourage you to check out thedreammanager.com. And we would love to talk to you about the program and see if it might be a good fit for you. I hope that you got at least one thing out of this podcast to help you become a better leader. And go ask someone on your team, what's your dream? Thank you again for listening. And until next time, lead with culture.